Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from Location Bravo. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the program here for the next two hours or so. Uh, but I do not do this program by myself, which, by the way, is about all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, on my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Ah, good to be back. Good to be back. How are you doing, sir? How are things in the uh, in the week of Earl? Doing good. Doing well. Keeping busy. Keeps me off the streets and out of the pool halls. Oh, see, well, you only get to do that on, uh, what is that, uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays. <laughs> it's on the calendar. But if I put it on the calendar, there's no excuse. You know, She's like, where are you going? I'm like, yeah, pool halls, right? Yeah, and and yeah. then uh, on the streets. Yep. Pool halls Wednesdays, streets on Saturdays. There you go. Um, so it's actually yeah, on the streets because she wants to keep me off the streets. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anything uh, anything new, unusual uh, this week you see on the road? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I drive Ooh. back and forth uh, along I-10, right. and they've got ongoing construction. They're either – it's either an upgrade or they're just putting them in uh, high-tension power lines running, mm. running alongside of the mm-hmm. highway. So there's areas where they're j- they've just cleared the air – you know, cleared the, the pathway. Right. Some places they've put down wooden planks for the construction vehicles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in one area where they are actually uh, uh, assembling the poles and installing them and everything, because of the height of the poles, they're easily 40, 50 foot tall. Uh, they're using big, heavy cranes. Yep. Well, I happened to drive by that area, and one of those cranes was parked on a soft spot. Oh, that's not a good thing. Ew. Not a good thing. Now, with the wood, was the wood underneath it also? Yeah. But it still went through. Yes. Yeah. It, it, uh, it was, you know, at a complete angle you know the right side of the, of the crane it was a tracked crane um it was easily up to the cab mm. down in it and uh, i actually saw that uh thursday morning okay okay and uh again i saw it today and they had two big of the uh uh backhoes trying to dig and get to where they could attempt to try and lift it out but just from the size of that crane, that's going to be a job. See, now, I, I've seen it happen before. Um, 
Not in this country, though. So what I may have observed on the recovery might have had a few shortcuts in the, <laughs> in, in the safety measures. Because um, I didn't realize you'd seen them trying to fix it. Um, I saw that happen, and all they did was go use the other crane. Because you got two cranes to do this. Right, right. The, the one side of the road and the other side of the road, right? Mm-hmm. So um, they just wheeled the other crane over there and kind of used it to, to lift. Because these are heavy-duty cranes. They're not just high-reach. But they're heavy. They're heavy because they're so high reach. They have to be very heavy, right? Because the you know everybody understands a uh, how a pendulum works. Oh uh, yeah, uh, you know, and and the, the more weight you put up, the higher in the air, more weight you have to have at the bottom. Now, I, they did come and throw the dirt underneath it as they were doing that. But oh yeah, yeah. So I, I've seen it done, but uh, kind of in the in the reverse. But uh, that's kind of cool. Did they have the whole road shut down, or was this just oh, no. going it, on while you're going past? It, yeah, it's going on while we're going past because that pathway is. Oh, good 50 yards off the highway. Okay. So okay. No, nowhere near the highway, any any uh, possible uh, uh, blockage or anything like that. And the, the path of the power lines runs parallel to the highway. It doesn't okay. go across it. So. They got the uh, the troopers out there doing the keep moving along. Nothing to see. No, no, no. no, no just no, doing their job. Yep, huh? No mm-hmm. law enforcement mm-hmm. present mm-hmm. at all. Just it, it wasn't impeding. And quite honestly, I don't know if uh, – uh, the smaller vehicles. I'm sitting yeah, you know, because I'm I'm sitting yeah, you know, you're way up high I'm too, seven yeah. eight foot in the air just yeah. sitting in my driver's seat. I can I have a very good vantage point and can see stuff like that. That is true. That is true. Now, um, I'm curious because I, I I know everybody knows what I call the state of Florida, um, but have you ever tried to uh, count the number and type of dead animals on the side of the road you see on I-10? Count and number, no, but I have noticed. I've seen uh, two or three bobcats. I'm seeing a oh, lot. Really? I'm seeing a lot more coyotes. Well, that's good. I mean, it's it's good that they're they're getting whacked. Yeah, it's bad that there's enough of them to get whacked that you're noticing. Right, which probably means there's more running around. Oh, yeah. and, and for the first time uh, earlier this week, I actually uh, I, I start work early in the morning, like four thirty five o'clock in the morning. Right, so. As I'm running down the highway, you know how the the road crowns and the, the ditch area, you know the the headlights only illuminate so much of it. Yes. The coyote was standing down in the ditch, so my headlights only illuminated his head. Right. And it was because of he he turned to look as my truck passed him is what I caught the motion. I was like, oh hey, there there was one alive. Oh wow, that's first time seeing one of those. You can give him a little tail wiggle and just uh, he was smack too, him he, with it? He was too far away. Uh, I, gotcha. I mean, uh, yeah. I w- you know, if he'd have ran out in the road, I don't know if I'd have hit the brakes. Oh, you just... Uh, listen, folks, um, unless it's uh, something that's looking over the dash at you, over the hood of your car, um, like I'm talking like a, a, you know, one of, a, a northern deer, right? Now, I'm not talking about these Florida deer. Um, a, a cow, a horse, something like that in the roadway. If it's the neighbor's dog, a wild dog, it's a coyote, it's a cat, it's an armadillo, it's a turtle, whatever it is, and you're going 65 down the highway, here's what you do. Uh, grip the steering wheel a little bit tighter and maybe take your foot off the gas for that moment. Yeah. That's what you do. Um, do you stomp on the brake? No. Because when you stomp on the brake, now anything that touches the car in any way is going to break the traction loose from the roadway. Yeah. Okay. So you might hit the brakes at 65 and be able to use your anti-locks and just stop real quick, right? But if you hit a deer or a dog or something like that while you're braking, your tires are going to break free from the roadway, and you're going to slide sideways and probably start the roll. And that's how people die on these roadways because, oh, look, 
puppy in the roadway. Listen, I don't go around killing dogs, okay? But my life and my family's life is not worth, you know, stomping on the brakes and risking kill us all for the dog. The dog going under the truck or the car, it will be just fine. Yeah, I, I don't didn't know the driver personally, but I know of a truck driver driving an 80,000-pound tractor-trailer. Yep. Beautiful Irish setter ran out on the road. He, did, he followed his reflex. He yep. locked up the brakes, jerked the wheel, put the tractor-trailer into the median, rolled the tractor-trailer, and lost his life. Yeah. The Irish setter walked away. Well, there you go. He's a, he's a savior of Irish setters. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. His family will never see him again. Yep. Um, the... Uh, no, it, it, like you made a good point, Earl. The, the natural reaction is to, is to you know, uh, lock up and hit the brakes. You can't, you can't just take that foot off the gas, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, One and just minute, guys. and then just let it go. Just, just don't try, don't try and. I mean, you can maybe move a hair if you I, have I, to. I, I have actually, but if it's I've, right under the hood ornament, just ride it out, folks. Yeah, ride I've, it out. I've seen in the distance. I mean, you know, I, I drive for a living, so I pay attention to what's in the road. I happen to know something's in the road as I, I, and I'm hundred yards, something like that away from it. As I get closer, I recognize it's a turtle. I can, you know, gently yeah, put eat, it underneath. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. 70, 75 yards away from mm-hmm. it. I can shift in the lane a yeah. little bit. I don't even have to leave my lane and straddle it. Yeah. I did all I could. That's it. Now, whether or not the, you know, 20 cars behind me. Yeah. Eh, sorry yeah. about your luck, dude. Exactly. Uh, folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. Stick around. We got more when we get back from the break. Maybe more driving tips. Woo-hoo. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So, in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. Yeah, I know. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. Melissa, what's she doing up in here? Look at her. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the founding fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to... Yeah, one minute. ...to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from Location Bravo as we join you here from an undisclosed location on the, uh, well, I guess we're on the, I was going to say the dark side of the moon, but. That's where Pink Floyd is. That's not where. That's not where we are. <laughs> so, uh, we're just coming to you from location, Bravo. Uh, let's see. Let's see. News we got this week uh, on the uh, on the, the arms room radio front. Um, things appear to be going moving forward for Shot Show. Uh, we got uh, confirmation today on uh, you know where they're putting us up and uh, and uh, you know that where we're going to be on Radio Row. So everything's looking pretty good for Shot. Looks like the only uh, the only bail that we've seen from Shot Show was uh, Six Hour and their lies. Yeah, and they're lies. Not, not much loss, in my opinion. No, no. I mean, listen. I, I mean, I like some of their guns, but yeah. I mean, they're they're, they're not getting any money of my money this year over this. Over yeah, this, so. I mean, good company, good product, but yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can you know take your politics and go somewhere else. Yep, yep, exactly, exactly right. Um, Earl, I, I want to hit uh, just because I love starting with the with the with with Governor DeSantis news. <laughs> Captain uh, Florida. Captain Florida. Dun dun dun. I just want to give a. A couple of cool little stories that uh, saw about him this weekend, um, or this past week, is uh, the first one is, uh, you, you know, folks, do you know, Earl, have you heard that um, when these, uh, these immigrants, these migrants, these illegals are coming across the border, uh, you know, down in uh, uh, Texas or wherever they're coming through at the federal crossing uh, stations, that uh, the Biden administration, as quick as they can, which is probably close to three months from everything we're hearing, they're sitting down there in cages, by the way, separated from their families. Yeah. Um, they they got to earn that $445,000 oh some way. Ridiculous, right? Um, and uh, uh, so what happens is they, they put them on planes, these charter planes, or uh, just, you know, they go down to... Uh, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, down to uh, one of the southern Texas cities, and they buy tickets on, I don't know, Spirit Frontier, whatever, you know, Southwest, and they go, hey, we're the government, we want to buy some seats. And you know what the, air, the airlines do when you say you want to buy seats? They go, okay, yeah, sold, yeah, yeah, sold, yeah. Um, 
and they put them on the planes, these uh, these these illegal immigrants or these migrants, and they get off airports at midnight, and they always they always land between like midnight and two a.m. It's and it's there. You know, that way nobody sees them. It's under the cover of darkness. It's, yep. it's literally the way the government's been planning this. And uh, I guess Governor DeSantis got wind of this in, uh, in Jacksonville, Florida. And the reason he got wind of this is one of them that was on one of these late night flights killed, murdered somebody up there in Jacksonville. Oh. Um, so, the, you know, they come to, they, well, how'd you get here? Oh, well, the, the feds put me on an airplane to here uh, and said, go, you know. Go live, go 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 live in the states. Um, so the governor found out what's been going on with these, you know, contract purchases on seats or contract flights, whatever you want to call them. Right. And he said uh, he's got a solution for him um, because listen, he's got his own state police force. He's got a couple of his own state police forces. You know, he's going to perhaps put a couple of them around the airports there because they're there anyway, and have them start watching these things. And when these people come off the planes at midnight or twelve, they're going to gather them up, right? Wait till they figure out how many they got from, if there was anybody else in the in the state that got some, then put them all together on a on a on a plane from Florida, and or, or, or bus or bus and take them to Delaware and release them there, yeah. in, in the gov- in uh, the president's home state, yeah, and there he we go. Could, and he could deal with them, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know that way it's it's all their problem. Since, since he has, you know, the president has no problem with letting all these illegal immigrants, and, and you know. The illegal immigrants themselves, technically, as soon as they step foot on, on the soil uh, illegally, are criminals. But I'm going to say that's not really the criminals I'm worrying about as much as the murderers and rapists. That I and I'm I'm not, you know, uh, freaking out. Yeah, they they are involved in that. They they're they are capturing people that are entering this country that have been here multiple times that were deported from this country for murder, rape. Uh, selling drugs, you know, very, very uh, high crimes. Since the you know president has no problem with them coming into, you know, my home state, why doesn't he, you know, want to want to share the wealth a little bit? Take some into his home state. Um, I don't, I don't exactly right. I have no problem. Let's send them to that state. But you know, this is a numbers game, Earl. The Democrats know that the more immigrants they lend in, the more checks they write them for when they come across. Oh, yeah. The more assistance they give them means the more votes they're going to get. And if these murders happen, um, well, li- listen, just like this, the 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 the, the, mu- the person that was murdered in Jacksonville was a uh, was another minority who probably wasn't likely to vote anyway. So. This guy just, let's just like doubling up here. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you guys got two votes, right? Yeah. Um, so this is, this is really, uh, it's just really going on, folks. This is not, this is not something that uh, we're, we're making up. <laughs> we, you know, I, I wish we could. Yeah. I wish this was comedy. Uh, I, I wish we could get rid of this. No, I, I just wish it was fiction. Comedy or not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. There you go. That's a better, better choice. Um, so that's, uh, that's it. Listen, you know, I did see what was the other thing. I saw something else on uh, on old Governor DeSantis this week. Um, he's uh, there. We see. Let's see. Let's take a look. I had it here on my page. I'm just kind of scrolling down and don't see it. So we'll just we'll just move on. No, another thing too that uh, Governor DeSantis is doing is he's finding out what companies are facilitating these flights. You know, like you were saying, yeah. you know, contract, you know, work or something like that. And he's finding out who they are, and he's making sure they gain no 
contractual business from the state of Florida. Yeah, and he's doing his best to put a hurting on it, you know. And he's uh, he's also talked about, um, um, you know, the, the vaccine mandates uh, for uh, employers. Remember, they're fining employers that are doing what President Biden said to do. Right. You know, the, the over one hundred. And if uh, if this, if there's anybody public service. And this is where he's really fighting it. Any public service employees that are losing their jobs over this vaccine mandate, he's really putting a hurting on them there as well. I guess the other, we can give us the other vaccine uh, mandate is the President Biden's uh, mandate on all businesses with over 100 employees must be uh, 100% vaccinated. Well, um, uh, a federal appeals court, uh, the f- first level and the second federal level's appeals court this week said, no, there's a hold on it. Your president's order is not valid. Yep. It's unconstitutional. We'll go to court if we have to. So the the mandatory you know, mandate uh, is, is, is not in place currently. Now, the president has said, uh, don't, don't care what the, what the uh, court has said. We're going to keep doing this because it's for the, it's for the safety, Earl. It's yeah. for the children. It's for the people. Can, can, can you tell me, you know, I, I paid attention in school and I, I enjoyed history class. But can you tell me uh, what uh, historical situation that uh, any party that was forcing compliance for pretty much any situation were over time proven the good guys? Let me think. There would be um, the time that the not no the Nazis no that was bad no, Nazis bad yeah nope, Nazis nope. bad okay. well, you know, um, Hitler looked really good when yeah. he first came out we were nice and promising you had Pol Pot and no no that wasn't good that wasn't no, good that wasn't no. good um, you had uh, let's see Idi Amin no that was not good no no I'm at a loss Earl uh, is this like a is there like a, a right I, answer I, I, or I don't know yeah. that's that's why I asked you yeah. I, th- I thought maybe no. you know no, you are a little bit older than I am so maybe this is crap moments moments older moments older um you have more highway miles though yeah. <laughs> it's not the age it's the mileage <laughs> it's the mileage uh let's see um yeah so that's a uh, that's good news i mean that uh, the that the governor here continues to fight it um you've got the opposite going on in many other states you got newsom over in california doubling down on forcing people to get the mandates uh los angeles county now has just joined you know uh, san francisco and alameda county and all those up there with the uh no more indoor dining without vaccination cards, and they're just going crazy out there. Yeah, it's, yeah I've I've been here, you know, pay, you know, in my hours of, you know, get, gaining all my my road miles, uh, listening to other sources of media that uh, it's being alleged, allegedly, that uh, Governor Newsom is physically suffering side effects. Yes, from, from his vaccination. Yes, he went into hiding for a week while or into rest. And uh-huh. respite for a week, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. Hmm. Good on you. Now, listen, if you feel like you want to get the vaccine and the vaccine's right for you and your doctor says the vaccine's good for you, get your vaccine. Yep. You got no problem with it. I think it's just irony, or karma, maybe is the right word, that the One minute, Governor Newsom's little uh, shenanigans there uh, in California with all of the vaccinations, that his vaccination is uh, is, is, is hurting him. Yeah. Making, making him aware and it, that it, he has the vaccination. It's slowly coming out to where they can't cover it up anymore. That I'm not saying it's bad, the vaccination or the, you know the vaccine, but it's not as uh, safe as they proclaim exactly. it to be. There exactly are right. side effects. There are issues. That's it. 
Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. Stick around when we get back. We got some gun news. All right. About time. Me started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from location Bravo. Uh, Earl, uh, I, you know, you and I are sitting here looking at two gun stories. You want to do uh, number one or the trunk gun? No, we'll, we'll do staccato number yep. one. Number one, we'll save there the trunk gun for for next hour, folks. Uh, if you're if you're if you're sitting there right now and thinking, man, what am I going to do next hour? Well, next hour we're going to talk to you about uh, what makes a good trunk gun. Trunk or Tr- truck? Trunk. 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 Okay. Trunk. I, trunk. I, I don't need a trunk gun. I've got a trunk monkey. You got a trunk? Oh, that's that's it from the uh, from the which is that's from the uh, which auto group is that? I forget which auto group it's from, but yeah, yeah. Look, you get your good trunk monkey, and yeah, you don't need anything else. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> stand there looking at you. Get in the car. 
Oh, boy. You'll have to do some trunk monkey later, right? Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Earl, the Staccato 2011. Yes. P, the Papa model. It's a duty pistol, also perfectly suited for defensive carry and home protection. Now, before we get into the Staccato, you know a little history about this company. Yes. Uh, it, the, the model of this gun and the company that makes this gun is now called Staccato. The company used to be called STI. Uh, don't ask me what STI stands for. Uh, they, they make uh, 1911 style pistols and what really set themselves apart is they make uh, 1911 pistols that uh, are double stack. Uh, they, were, they first came about, made their popularity in the competition scene for the you know, double stack for the higher capacity. And they were a very, very uh, good precision, I'm going to say a high precision production 1911 style pistol with a lot of the the custom gunsmith features built in in the production line um, and they, they used to make a wide variety of calibers and configurations uh, i had had my own personal hopes and aspirations of one, <laughs> one day owning a couple of them right but then they came out with this model of uh the, they came out with the uh, staccato model a nine millimeter 1911 uh, package. I know a lot of people consider that sacrilege, right. mixing the two. Uh, but it, it took off and uh, started selling and performing so well, they decided to change the name of the company to, to match the pistol itself. Yeah, to, uh, to Staccato. And I guess Staccato was the, uh, the, the good gun. Now, listen, here's, here's all I could think. Um, because this was, uh, you know, STIs were... Like you said, competition guns, race guns. Mm-hmm. Um, these were uh, Gucci guns. You know, I mean, they got to the point where they went beyond race guns and competition guns. To uh, listen, I'm, I'm, Earl, there's no reason to have a gold-colored barrel under a black slide with with the uh, serrates in it. The barrel doesn't need to be gold to shoot the competition. Once you start coloring like that, now you're into Gucci guns. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I will concede that, yeah. but I will say they were. If you want to label it Gucci gun, I will label it a high performance Gucci gun. Absolutely, I, yeah, no, 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 no argument from me. No, um, so they started to make their high performance uh, competition guns uh, pretty. I guess yeah, is, yeah, we yeah. could say it. They, they they blinged them out, um, and uh, and then listen. All I can think is why did they shift? Because the Staccato is a is like an on duty gun. Does it have a little bit of the race features to it? it, it yeah, very very simply. It does, um, but it is designed to be an on-duty in-holster firearm for. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely it's it's, yeah. a, it's a service firearm. Yeah. It, 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 it's multi-purpose. Yeah, it can be uh, open or you know, duty carry, concealed carry. Uh, you know the house gun. You know where it just stays in you know secured in the nightstand or secured where little hands can't get to it. Uh, they they wanted to make one. That you know served all purposes, and they they do have different variations of the models. Uh, primarily, it's in barrel length. I do they know they make one uh, that has a uh, compensator built into it. Uh, works very well, but uh, I think they they made the switch because the the you know past what twenty plus years of research in nine millimeter ammunition to uh, upgrade the performance that they felt that it was worthwhile to mix the two, you know, 1911 package with uh, with 9mm. And the 
beauty of this, the particular, the Papa model ships with two 17-round mags and tw one 20-round magazine. Nice. Th fr basically, from the factory, you've got one very, very potent platform. You know, I, I would not hesitate to do anything that I do personally, uh, you know, concealed carry with what staccato ships from the factory with this uh, platform. I'm seeing minus the staccato, just the STIs. Uh, and this only happened last year, 2020. I think the name changed officially uh, from, from what I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'll seeing say here. It, it, I yeah. want to say ballparks maybe somewhere around three years. But okay. It, it, plus or minus. Um, the, uh, the STIs run in the range of uh, uh, your very basic $1,500 mm -hmm. all the way up to the, uh, the full-blown race Gucci's. Uh, of of forty two forty five hundred dollars. Oh yeah, and uh, they used to, the 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 one I was really hoping for. They made one, and you can kind of guess from its name. It was called the Perfect Ten. Oh, oh boy! Double yeah. stack, yeah. Magazine capacity, six inch long slide barrel. Yep. Ten millimeter. Yep. Oh, I yeah, love th that. Those are uh, those are crazy. Those are ridiculous. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Those are uh, the. The starting price on those is in the thirty-five, thirty-six hundred dollars. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so those are those are those are nice. Yeah. Um, you know, they're they're not the only ones that make a double stack nineteen eleven. No, frame. they're not. The, but though I think they did a lot of uh, effort to popularize it. They did, and I'll tell you what, they really are nice, very nice high end guns. STIs. Uh, um, Kevin has. A couple of dueling yeah, I STI know. guns. I know. I've, he's, uh -huh. he's had to clean the drool off of them after he's handed it to me. <laughs> um, they're uh, they're great, and, I, and I'll tell you, folks, it's um, when you've when you felt a nineteen eleven in your hands, and it's got, I mean, a true military style nineteen eleven. I'm not talking one of these like a new Kimber or even the newer model Colts that are trying to be something they're not. Remember, the nineteen eleven was originally designed to be a battle weapon. Put the dirt in it, put the mud in it, you know, oh, yeah. spray it off, kick it off, it still works. It was never meant to be a super tight firearm, much like the ARs, and which people try to do with the ARs. Oh, I'm making it a precision rifle. It's an AR, dude. You know, yeah. it's just, yeah. I mean, you can only do so much with it. Um, and, um, yeah, by the time you spend $4,000 tuning out your AR to get it to do what a, you know, a $1,000 Savage would have done. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, the... Uh, the, uh, your your regular your 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 standard kind of military 1911 should feel stiff, clunky, loose, all at the same time. You know, uh, it should feel like two pieces of parkerized metal sliding across each other. Oh right? yeah, all right. And an <laughs> STI. Where, where do you think they came with the, came up with the term battle rattle? Yes, exactly. An STI feels like uh, a greased BB on a blade of glass. I, I was, was going to say, on, you know, sliding on on ball bearings. Yes, it's it's it, that's what it's like now. The problem with that is you dump three or four, five hundred rounds of 45 ammo in there. 45, subsonic, a dirty ammo. Yeah. And guess what's going to happen to your, your, uh, your, your, your precision? <laughs> okay? Oh, yeah. It's just going to be like a 22 and get clogged up a little bit of carbon. And oh. you're going to start to notice uh, it, it's, it's, why, why is it still, it's racking a little slower than normal here? It's cycling slower. Than normal. This is not the gun. These ones, the big STIs. Now, the Staccato, looks like they've made an adjustment. Yeah. Looks like they've made an adjustment, so you can do that. Yeah, that's the problem with trying to make the, the 1911 platform, quote, I'm doing air quotes, yep. high precision, is uh, you, you tighten up the tolerances, gunk yeah. has no place to go. Yeah. We had a guy at the shop. 
that personally owned a 1911 platform made by somebody else, but on par with the staccato we were talking about. And if he went out to a heavy, you know, go went to the range yep. for a high high round count range day, yep. he said he could literally feel the gun slow down yeah. in cycling in about 500 rounds. Yeah, he had to take it apart, clean it, you know, just basic cleaning, put it back together. Yep. It was it was running like a sewing machine again. Yep. And my first thing, and I love these platforms. I respect them. I don't use one, carry one every day. Number one, I'm not trained simply for that thumb safety. Yeah. And number two, I'm lazy. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to clean it as often as it it should be clean. Right. I'm not going to say it needs to be clean. Right. It should be clean. I, I I treat, you know, like Larry Vickers, I treat my guns like a lawnmower. That's why I run Glocks. One minute. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, same way. Listen, I'll take it, you know, I have to go shooting. I listen, I'll take it home, take the slide off the top, you know, grab the grab the bolt or excuse me, or grab the barrel. Mm-hmm. Give it a good rub down on a wiped oil rag. You know, maybe throw a swab down the center, put it back together, yeah, good to yeah, go. Yeah, I'm not pull, I'm not pulling out, you know, uh, dental tools or uh, anything. No, like, no, 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 no. I don't have a, I don't have my first sergeant's inspection coming up on my <laughs> weapon anytime soon. You don't have to worry about turning that gun into the arms room. They're gonna, <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna times. wipe it down with a, with a white glove. And up, oh, clean it's it. A, take my crap, damn it! I've been out in the field three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. We will be back with you after the break. Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. 
Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Coast to coast and around the world. You got us. It's Arms Room Radio. Welcome back to welcome back to it here at uh, Location Bravo with you. Uh, Earl, I got uh, got some uh, got some good uh, good uh, good stories here. Oh, yeah? I do want to do want to make a correction. I said trunk gun earlier. It is a truck gun. That uh, okay. the story that we're going to be doing next hour is a truck gun. Um, I think we'll talk a little Rittenhouse next hour as well. Uh, give you what's going on there. But I think um, uh, maybe uh, for right now we talk about uh, this uh, this reporter who thought they would show everybody. How dangerous and easy it was to build a ghost gun. Oh yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is, this is a good this is a good story, folks. This is um, uh, press the press Democrat. Uh, it's just it's one of those you know the ridiculous uh, you know uh, canned liberal media spots. Uh, the the writer's name is Austin Murphy. All right, we'll just say that Austin Murphy and uh, wanted to do a story about about ghost guns and um, the the story is. Um, is what you and I would expect. Well, first off, for those that are just joining us, you know, and, and maybe never heard us talk about ghost guns or are not sure about ghost guns, Earl and I will give you the, the quick uh, two-minute lesson on it. Um, a, a ghost gun is a made-up name. Oh, yeah. As a made, as another, another uh, yeah, made-up terminology. Uh, you know, made up by the uh, the anti-gun, uh, you know, uh, you know, consortium uh, made up by the the, the, the government uh, that does the current administration that does not like the ghost guns. Um, Earl, um, is it legal... Uh, federally, federally, because there's a lot of states doing some weird stuff out there right now. But is it legal to manufacture your own firearm if you decide you want to make yourself your own firearm? Yes. I can even make my own silencer. Class 3 items. Uh, NFA-controlled, National Firearms Act-controlled stuff. Uh, Earl could actually do it. What are the provisions, Earl, if you want to make yourself a Class 1, which is a standard firearm uh, buy over the counter, you know, with the forty four seventy three. If you wanted to make a standard class one firearm, uh, which is a Glock, folks, or anything like that, um, what what do you have to do? Build it. Build it, right? You have to build it. You have to get the parts, yeah, right, and then you build it. Um, is there a requirement to put a serial number on it? No, no, unless unless I decide, you know, I built it. I don't really like it, and I want to sell it to you. And let's be very clear: that is, if I built it. I shoot it six months, a year later. I decide I don't like it. I don't like the caliber. I don't like the color. I'm going to sell it because I want to try again and do one better this time. Yeah. Before you could sell that firearm, you have to put a serial number on it. Yes. And you have to notify the feds that you've put a serial number on it. And then you're okay. Then it's a private sale. You do whatever you want with it. Yep. It's your private personal property. Correct. But it cannot change hands. Now, if you start building them just to sell them, oh yeah, you violated the law. Yes. You're, you're manufacturing yes. without a license. Yep. Okay. Um, so you're allowed to. And let's see, you've been allowed to do this since uh, I don't know, 1789, when the Second Amendment was written and put in the Constitution. Um, probably before that as well. You know, because they they weren't stopping anybody. Because guess what? Well, you didn't you didn't go down to the gun store and uh, and, and 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 bought yourself a, a rifle and uh, and did a forty four seventy three. You went to your local blacksmith uh, and gunsmith and they made one for you. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe you, because a lot of people had those skills. Maybe you helped make it, and there was no serial number on it. But you know what they would put on them? 
the same things we tell people now when they buy kits to make their own guns. Um, put some kind of identifying feature on it. Yeah, for, you know, a forging mark. Yeah, yeah. You listen, back then they used to see, and we would see them all the time when you get these two, three hundred year old flintlocks in. It would have like the last name in calligraphy on it. Yeah. You know, because they wanted if they if it got stolen, they wanted them to know, hey, this belonged to Daniel Boone, and Daniel Boone's name was all the way down the side. <laughs> was there a serial number? No, but it, it damn sure said D Boone on it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, it had some had had some type of identifying feature, yes. and that's the thing. Most uh, firearms owners, purchasers, and and I'm one of these. For the longest time, I didn't realize it that 4473s and all that, the that that uh, system and and uh, database is not that old. No, it started in '86 and uh, went into full effect in '92 and '93. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 well. But going back on it, as it, I probably forgot the childhood story, the childhood story that was told to me, I now own the first rifle my mother bought for my father. And she told me, you know, he had pretty much told her what he wanted. Right. And she found that that caliber, that platform, you know, in a, in a gun store in, when they lived out in California. Uh, how much is that? All right. Yeah, I'll take that one hanging on the wall. Here's the money. Thanks. Have a nice day. Yeah, and it was probably in like a Sears, no, probably you know, not a gun probably. store, but, but probably the uh, you know the or the the hardware section of the Sears or something like that. Yeah, and granted, this this was in the fifties, yeah, but yeah. still. So you can have one of these, folks. You can get yourself a ghost gun. You can still buy yourself an eighty percent receiver from an eighty or eighty percent receiver from a, a, an AR. Um, I'll tell you right now, you know, you're going to spend fifty, sixty bucks on that, maybe a hundred dollars on the kit. Uh, the 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 jig to figure you know to put it together you're gonna need the you're gonna need a drill press so it is harder to do an AR lower receiver eighty percent into a hundred and I bet uh, it, you're probably not gonna do it successfully on the first time because again on a firearm one thousandth of an inch off on one of your holes and you've got a chunk of polymer and aluminum is oh, all you've got and, and actually in trying to make your own your own AR you buy an eighty percent AR receiver it's it's unanodized yep. And then it is structurally, the structural integrity is not as good as a factory complete yeah. uh, AR-15 because about, yeah. the anodization increases structural integrity. It, it, it strengthens the metal, makes it hardens the metal. And if you start, if you put 500 to 1,000 rounds through there, um, your uh, trigger assembly group is now going to be banging against your hammer assembly group and they're not going to be meeting correctly and your gun's going to do one of two things, one of three things. Um, it's not going to fire at all because the hammer and trigger will not line up. Um, it's going to line up in the opposite direction and it's going to run away on you and somebody's going to get hurt. Or three, it's going to blow up because it's going to, it's going to, it's going to move backwards so far that the hammer is going to engage the firing pin before the bolt has had a chance to lock into the chamber and you're going to have an explosive action come out of your firearm downward through the magazine or through the ejection port. Yeah, it's going to fire out a battery. Yep, yep. Um, so that's not something you want. Uh, I'll Ew. say that now. Now, can you have a ghost gun? You absolutely can. Let's get back to this reporter. He bought the simple version. He bought one of the polymer 80s, which is the lower receiver, lower frame portion of a Glock. It's Glock style. Right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Glock style. Glock for. Uh, Glock format. I guess you'd call style. it Glock, Glock style. Glock okay. style. Um, I mean, you know, it, it, as much as. People may may love or hate Glocks. They're they're virtually they're, yeah. they're worldwide synonymous yes. with handguns. So, 
So he buys this, and Earl, uh, you and I are pretty good at this, and we've done these a couple of times. Um, I mean, if you're skilled, it's going to take you an hour. Yeah. It's going to take you an hour. Um, if you have no idea, if you, if you look at a toaster and, and, and don't know how it works, you're not building one of these. If you, don't have, if you don't have some kind of mechanical inclination, if you don't know how to hang a painting on a wall without tearing drywall out and finding a stud and all of that, you're never going to be able to do this. And that's what this reporter did. He bought it, <laughs> spent days on it, was unable to complete it, had to contact an industry expert to get assistance from them, and they helped him finish it. So all of this... Oh, anybody can get one of these and build these in five minutes. Yeah. No, no, no uh-huh. these li- lies. Lies is what we have. So um, I, would, uh, I would recommend if, you, if you're in a state where you can still purchase them, I would probably purchase one or two at a minimum right now for investment. Don't go out and spend $500 on them. These should all be under 100 bucks. okay? Uh, but it's the kind of thing where, hey, in five years, they might be worth $1,000. Or yeah, you never here's know. the other risk, though. They might come to the door and say, turn them in. So just like I like with buying books, buy all your books in cash. Exactly. <laughs> as soon as you said that, that was my, yeah. buy your books in cash. Buy, buy, buy all your firearms in cash, especially the 80 percenters that don't require ID. Buy, buy all your firearm parts yes. with cash. Exactly right. At a, at a gun show, I'm not talking about from a dude in a van outside the supermarket. Dude. He's also selling speakers. Uh-uh. Legitimate sources. Because here's what happens. When the feds decide they're going to take your guns, they're not worried about, oh, oh well, we're, we don't want to violate his First Amendment rights and take his, his receipts that show who bought it. No, they're going to take those two. But if you go in and you drop cash. <laughs> you, One minute. That's it. I'm dropping cash. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, that's how I do it anyway. <laughs> or I would do it. I mean, if I was that kind of guy. <laughs> if I was the kind of guy that felt like I needed to hide something. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't need to worry about that. All, all your information on is on record. Not yeah. only are you personally oh, a firearms owner and purchaser. Dude, you, you owned a company that built guns. I, got, I bet you right now I've got seven forms of government ID in my pocket. <laughs> they know who I am. That's okay. all. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. Until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Delta Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance... Curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. 
and stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from... Location Bravo, that's where we are. I'm trying to remember where we are. Location Bravo. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I will be, uh, yeah, we got an hour left together. We'll have a good time. We got some good stuff. Uh, we, you know, we got to get hold of Major Bill. Got to call Major Bill and make sure he's good to go today. So. Oh, yeah. See how he's doing. Uh, let's see. Uh, listen, uh, don't do this program by myself. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriot. On my right, the right hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Well, as usual, I would say, you know, good to be back, but I haven't left yet. Have not left yet. It's uh, that long six-minute break, long six-minute break. It's quicker and quicker. <laughs> uh, let me see. Let me see. Earl, we're going to do something we have not done in a while. Whoa. Hey, hey. Now, now it's my fault, but, you know, it's, I mean, let's, let's get that clear. It's my fault, uh, but uh, we, we're going to do something we haven't done in a while. The top ten countries Ooh! that you can hear or that are listening to. Arms Room Radio around the world. Nice. I guess these would be countries that would have to be around the world. Uh, otherwise. Generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, generally. Yeah. So there you go. See? Yeah, yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go. And um, number one, not a shocker. Here we go. No, number one country around the world listening to Arms Room Radio, USA. 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 Yeah, that's it. Back to back World War champs, and uh, right there, just like that, we are uh, we are doing uh, we are doing well in the USA. Now, here's the one that is just always astonishes me, and these numbers are much much higher than usual. Oh yeah. Number two, Cambodia. Still huge in Cambodia. Wow. We are huge. In, I mean, like the number of listeners we have in the United States, the past two three weeks, a quarter of them are listening in Cambodia. Wow! Yeah, we're getting huge, 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 huge. in Cambodia. Well, it that that's easy. You and I are both over six foot, so oh, we are huge we, in Cambodia. We, would, yeah. we, would be, we, we literally would be huge in Cambodia. Number three is uh, Singapore. Number number four number number four country around the world where you are listening to Arms Room Radio, the United Kingdom. Ah, it's the United Kingdom. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, number five. This is uh, Germany, the Deutschland. The Vaterland. Number six, and I think this is the first time we've seen this in the top ten. I'm pretty sure 
this is the first time we've seen this in the top 10, which makes me want to know where Kevin is right now. I want to know where Kevin is because number six is the Islamic Republic of Iran. Oh, oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. He might be conducting some sort of, uh, you know, operation at the moment. So, uh, number seven, our good friends on the Great White North, uh, Canada. Eh? Oh, Canada. Number eight um, is, is Poland. Is Poland. Mm. Would you like uh, some uh, paragoys? It's pedogies. It's pedogies. 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 Uh, number number nine. Oh, it's the Belgium. Oh, they got they have the, the chocolate and the waffles yes. and uh, yes. And number ten uh, is uh, France. We are from France. We are from France. <laughs> we are from France. Um, <laughs> which is uh, still less of a French accent than <laughs> Kamala Harris used this week to embarrass her and the rest of the country. Do you know the plan? Do you have the plan? Uh, you know the plan. Uh, well, now she can't say she hasn't been to Europe either when asked, you know, yeah. why she hasn't gone to the border. Well, I've been to Europe. You know what now she has? You know what she hasn't done yet? Her job. Yeah, or or, or been to the border. Yeah. <laughs> you know why she's afraid to go to the border? Afraid they're gonna throw her over, yeah. <laughs> toss her on the other side. Let's see here. Uh, some uh, some cities around. Uh, let's thank some cities around the U.S. for uh, for picking us up here. Man, that's a lot of American cities there, I was just thinking. Then I realized I was on the American city page <laughs> and not the country page. So, Yeah, yeah. All those American cities. Yeah, yep, that's yep. a lot of American cities. Um, I'm not sure if this is a real city or somebody's just making fun of us. Uh, Sammamish, Washington. Sammamish. 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 I mean, it, it's, it, it sounds like a local jargon for I want a sandwich. It's uh, Sammamish. Sammamish. Uh, okay. All right, all of you people listening up there in the Pacific Northwest, those of you on Megatalk, reach out to us. We're not trying to make fun. We really don't know. S A M M A M I S H. Sammamish. Uh, this next one I know it's uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. Bon Aqua. What? what well, bon Aqua. Bon, is that it? Bon Aqua? Uh, I have no clue. Okay, in Tennessee. All right. Union City, New Jersey. Hey, how you doing, New Jersey? How's yeah. it going? How's it going? Yeah. Uh, Tapoli, I said hi. Um, how's his mom doing? Uh, uh, Chicago? Chi-town. Uh, Altamonte Springs, Florida. Right, that's right. Altamonte. I know. But that's how everybody else oh, in yeah, the country every, Everybody sees it. it. Hey, you know, where's Altamonte Springs? <laughs> it's Altamonte. That's, that's like, you know, everybody says it's a... Uh, uh, it, is it... Where, where's this this town near near Disney? It's a uh, Kissimmee? No, it's Kissimmee. Yeah. And I'm... I'm local, so I mess them, mess with them even more. It's you know, so where's where's Kissimmee? I said that's only at nighttime. <laughs> it's Kissimmee at nighttime. It's Kissimmee in the daytime. <laughs> there you go. There. What? Yeah, you've been here a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number nine, Carrollton, Texas, and number ten, back to Illinois, Crystal Lake, Illinois. So, say say hello, say hello. Uh, oh, this one always scares me, Earl, when I see this one here on the top ten list. Oh. Martinsburg, West Virginia. You know where, folks, if you don't know what that is, that's the home of the ATF. <laughs> <laughs> West by God, Virginia. Yeah, Martinsburg, West Virginia. So. Well, which branch of the ATF? The alcohol, the tobacco, or the firearms? The firearms branch. Or the explosives. This is where the tech branch is, and this is where they keep all the firearms and everything oh, else. Oh, yeah, that's right. I yeah. remember mailing all those all, pa- all that paperwork to that address. All the, all the good stuff there in Martinsburg. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Can we get out uh, real quick? We'll do Rittenhouse. We get back from the break. Um, did you see that uh, somebody is suing Alec Baldwin over the murder of uh, over the well, excuse me, the the death of the the 
director of photography out there on the movie Rush. But let's let's go with their their uh, way of thinking. The shooting death. The shooting, not, not yeah. just the death, but it's the, the death. shooting yeah. death. Yeah. Um, this is odd. I'll say this. We only got about a minute left. Normally, okay. normally you'd see the criminal trial end first right. before the civil trial is brought, because right now, if you go question him or anybody else on the civil trial, they can all say. I refuse to testify Fifth Amendment because the criminal trial is not over. Right. They don't want to say right. they will incriminate themselves. So let everything come out during the criminal trial, and that can be used in the civil trial. It's public record at that point. You don't have to do anything. Let the criminal trial do all your work for you. Right. Let them, even if they find guilt or they don't find guilt because it's a different burden of proof, different standard, they can come back with the civil trial and file suit. So my thinking here is somebody on the so set is short minute? cash, and they want to go get themselves some fast, fast cash because if they waited... You know, however long this would take, mm-hmm. they could uh, they could get you know lots of money if they settle with Baldwin. Now is the shooter. Baldwin now is the executive producer. Whatever it is, they can get some cash out of it. So yeah, never know. We'll see how it goes. Um, if there's if they charge this guy with culpable negligence or uh, uh, reckless, uh, you know, uh, uh, manslaughter or something like that, he's going to be found guilty because all you have to prove at that point was was he the one that pulled the trigger. Yeah. Not did he load the gun, not did he have any intent, did he pull the trigger. That's yep. all you have to know. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech. A family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the founding fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from... No, no, no! Almost said it. Almost said it. From location Bravo. Here we are, location Bravo. Earl, um, I would be. Uh, we would be amiss if we did not mention Veterans Day. It is a uh, Veterans Day was a couple days ago. Uh, Marine Corps birthday. Happy birthday to all the, the Marines out there. Uh, happy. Uh, happy birthday, you bunch of filthy leathernecks. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Veterans Day. Uh, so uh, um, thank you for your service, everyone that has served. And this was a little something that I came across. Um, just kind of a. A little summary of Veterans Day. So uh, this will take 30 seconds and we'll get on a written house here. Let's see. Uh, November 11th, we officially observe Veterans Day. Veterans Day is the day we give thanks to every American military veteran having served from April 19th, 1775 to our veterans and active duty service members today. What is Veterans Day? Unlike Memorial Day, Veterans Day pays tribute to all American veterans living or dead but especially giving thanks to the living veterans who serve their country honorably during war or peacetime. Veterans Day originated as Armistice Day on November 11, 1919, the first anniversary of the end of World War I. Veterans Day occurs on November 11th every year in the United States in honor of the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918 that sing- signaled the end of World War I. Congress passed a resolution in 1926 for an annual observance, and November 11th became a national holiday beginning in 1938. In 1954, Dwight D. Eisenhower, a veteran of World War I and World War II, officially changed the name of the holiday from Armistice Day to Veterans Day. In 1968, the Uniform Holidays Bill was passed by Congress, which moved the celebration of Veterans Day to the fourth Monday in October. That law went into effect in 1971, but in 1975, President Gerald Ford, himself a World War II naval officer veteran, he returned Veterans Day to November 11th due to the important historical significance of the date. 
If you know a veteran or you talk to a veteran this week or any time in the future, be sure to tell them thank you for your service. I saw that. I thought that was pretty good. A little, hey. little quick history lesson. And uh, what? Hey. What? Thank you for your service. Yeah, I like the work. Um, <laughs> the thank you. Thank you, Earl. I you know, make fun of it here, but uh, that's it. Um, and then I think actually, uh, uh, well, you know, there was, I saw some numbers and counts, but I think it was wrong, so I don't want to say it. The numbers of veterans that we have alive today is, uh, I always get that confused for veterans and combat veterans, so I don't want to mess that up. Unfortunately, it's not as many as we used to. Yeah. yeah well, every day, right? Every day yeah. we're, we lose. And, um, and, and sadly, we're, we're losing more and more of our World War II veterans. The greatest generation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. Um, we're going to be talking about Rittenhouse. Earl, I know you're driving, but the... the uh, the testimony is on the radio. Have you been able to listen to? <laughs> some, some. Oh, no. boy. This is, this is some of the best courtroom uh, um, testimony, <laughs> um, drama, um, you know, that I've seen in, 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 like, probably since L.A. Law went off the air. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, you know, this, is, this has got, uh, you know, movie of the week written all over it. <laughs> you know, the, the, way, the way this is going on. Um, so... This case, folks, if you if you don't remember the Rittenhouse case, this is the kid from Kenosha who, when the riots were going on after um, George Floyd, uh, yeah, George Floyd started, but then there was the shooting in um, uh, um, in Wisconsin. Uh, Jacob Brown, I think his name was, yeah, um, I think so, was the one that was shot as he had a knife and was lunging for the car with the child in it, uh, and the police shot him, uh, and he ended up, uh, you know, taking one in the spine, and so now he's a uh, he can wheel himself away as fast as he wants from the police. Um, so that's what started this because it was immediately after the George Floyd thing. So, of yes. course, uh, you know, everybody's got to rush to judgment, right? And what happened was, you know, the Kenosha shootings, or excuse me, the Kenosha riots. And what had happened was uh, this uh, when, when, uh, when Rittenhouse went out there, remember, this was a couple days into it when he finally went over there. Oh, yeah. The, the, the riots yeah. were in full swing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, he ended up, you know, he gets chased, he gets jumped, he gets, you know, one one guy uh, gra- tries to pull the rifle away from him. By the way, if you grab the barrel of my rifle, barrel or the barrel of my gun, and as long as I'm not there committing a crime, you know, like using my ro- my gun to rob somebody, right? If you grab my gun while I'm using it in a self defense manner, <laughs> that's deadly force. I'm gonna pull the Just, trigger. That's that's completely agreed oh, across yeah. the use of force forum in the United States. Try to take my gun from me. That is deadly force. All right, so he uh, he ventilated that guy with four shots. Right, then uh, then you had what the uh, the other guy uh, tr- you know, beamed him twice with the skateboard and then did the flying kick, and that guy, you know, he got uh, he got dead. Yeah, he, he took a round to the chest. Yep, yep. And then you got the uh, the guy with the Glock. You got Lefty. Yeah, you got Lefty. Yeah, he uh, yeah. he got to, he got his. What would you say? What was they say? Some people are born left-handed. He was made left-handed. <laughs> he was. He he had to work at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's that's what happened. Anything anyway. You listen to this case. The whole thing is just clearly self-defense. Oh yeah. Uh, um, to where the the judge is is even just like, you want to do what? No, 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 no. They they. I mean the the the, the prosecution. I watched them arguing over. Um, the length of the barrel of the rifle. 
is a weird part in the is a weird part in Wisconsin law that says if you're 18 or over, you can carry the firearm. Open open carry. They have open carry in Wisconsin. Okay. Wisconsin is an open carry state. Um, if you're 16 or 17, you're allowed to carry the firearm. Let me make sure I get this right. You're allowed to carry the firearm unless you're hunting. Then if you're hunting, you have to have a hunt your hunter's license. And if you're under 15, none of that matters as long as there's a parent around or something. It's very weird the way it's written. But he fell into this weird little niche of the law okay. where the only thing they could say is the only crime they could find him guilty of is if he was under 18 and it was a short barrel rifle. So the state says they want to bring that charge in during jury instructions. And the defense says, no, you didn't prove that it was under 16, or under 16 inch barrel. He's, he goes, well, we, we will now. Goes, you can't now. You've, you've rested your case. <laughs> uh, and, and the judge said, you want to charge him with under 16 inch barrel and you didn't prove it was under 16 inch barrel. You've had your shot. It's done. You know. Yeah. So, so, but a lot of it's been going back and forth. The judge, listen, I, I watched the media, the left wing media, so bad trying to get the judge. Um, he made a comment, and he's kind of a little jokester at times. They were having Chinese, I guess. He told the uh, the jury they were having Chinese food for lunch. He said, "We're we're back. We'll be back at one after lunch break, unless of course your Chinese food is getting delivered for, from those ships stuck in the harbor in Los Angeles." <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Evidently, that makes him a racist because he made a he made a, a Chinese food joke about Chinese food being stuck on ships full of Chinese cargo stuck in the harbor. Yeah, and, and now they're they're even casting more bad light on the judge because you know he's the judge. You know he's in charge of the courtroom, so not too many people can admonish him for failing to silence his cell phone mid trial. <laughs> his cell phone starts ringing. Yep, and. According to the story I heard, it was uh, Lee Greenwood's proud to be an American. Yes, yes. Yep, yep. Now they're saying, uh, you know, they're they're saying, you know, they're trying to push for a mistrial simply because the ringtone on the judge's phone. Because the judge is proud to be an American, sits in front of an American flag, uh, behind in front of the state seal of Wisconsin. What if it had been a song about cheese? Would they would they would they say, well, I'm sorry, he's too Wisconsin. Yeah, he's too Wisconsin. Yeah, so I I do have to admit though I I do like the pivotal moment in the trial. Oh boy! You know it's like okay, so you're saying you know you had your hands up when you were approaching Mr. Rittenhouse. Yes. You in in one of your hands you you had your had your handgun. Yes. Mr. Rittenhouse did not fire at you until you lowered your hands, pointing your firearm at his head. That's correct. Face palms. Yeah. Face palms on the prosecution you, you, side. You see, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. And watching this prosecutor try to explain the difference between an FMJ and a hollow point. Oh, yeah. Hollow point <laughs> ammo explodes. Yes, it's designed to explode. And the judge, even the judge went, I'm sorry, can can you say that again? So do you, do you mean expand? Or do, <laughs> you, or do you really mean explode? <laughs> uh, it's, so it's it, it's been pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty funny That's uh, to watch this. Now... Um, I think there's, you know, because they did get some a uh, little bit of jury instructions in there that, that Kyle may catch some weird little misdemeanor charge or some firearm charge. But but as far as the uh, the self-defense goes, he's just oh, this, yeah. this kid's this kid's going home. 
This kid's going home. Oh yeah, he's not going to you know walk away 100% scot free, but mm-hmm. the major penalty charges have have been nullified. Yep, there you go. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. We'll see you after the break. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my eyes. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next? And how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. What about the one that's right That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches and that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio Proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Deputy Patrick Kelly Bean, Broward County Sheriff's Office, District 1 Patrol, was killed in the line of duty on November 13, 1990. Bean, 29, 
was shot while sitting in his patrol car after responding to a shoplifting call at a Circle K store at the intersection of Hollandale Beach Boulevard and Southwest 40th Avenue in Pembroke Park. Deputy Bean had served as patrol deputy with the Broward County Sheriff's Office for only two weeks. He'd previously served with the Boca Raton Police Department for three years and as a detention deputy with Broward County for two and a half years. Deputy Bean was survived by his wife, parents, brother, and sister. Deputy Patrick Kelly Bean, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for sponsoring the Fallen Hero portion of the program since day one. Uh, folks, if you know somebody who would uh, like to hear us honor on the Fallen Hero, please just reach out to us. Go to armsroomradio.com and plenty of messages there. Or go to the Facebook, whatever you want to do it. Um, hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey guys, how's everybody doing this week? Doing well, doing well. Yeah, not too shabby, sir. How are things in the uh, in the world of law enforcement? Well, uh, <laughs> uh, if you look across the nation, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in uh, the world of law enforcement. But prior to me getting into that, uh, gentlemen, thank you for that tribute for uh, Deputy Behan, as uh, well, Mike, you know, and, and Earl, and any of the longtime listeners know, uh, Deputy Behan was was my partner. Um, and it's, uh, no matter how long it's been, it's, uh, it's, it's still a, a painful, a painful loss after all these years, but thank you for honoring him today. It is, um, 31 years ago today, and it's like it was 31 minutes ago when you stop to think about it. So it's, uh, it's, it is, and when I say it's the very least we could do, it really, it really is. There's so much more we should be doing, and I know everybody has been doing, but this is just... At, at least we can do this today. No, yeah, true, but it's it is uh, it's very much appreciated. Um, but if uh, I know there's uh, we've been bouncing some different topics uh, during the week there, Mike, uh, and one of those is school safety. Uh, you wanted to. Uh, I, I, I did. About? I did. I wanted to bring this up. You know, uh, being uh, being a Broward County, uh, you know, law enforcement expert down there, as well as, well as many other areas in South Florida. Um, you know, we've we've done a couple of stories on um, you know Parkland and the trial and the pleas of, of Cruz and, and and some lawsuits uh, and and everything else that's gone on down there. And the story caught me um, this week. Uh, you know, from yesterday actually. Um, at Northeast High School in Oakland Park, which I mean, how far is North is, is Northeast High School in Oakland Park from from Parkland High, or from Marjorie Stoneman uh, Douglas High School know, in Parkland? It's uh, it's, it's uh, well, Northeast is out on the east side of the county, and uh, uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas is out at the uh, northwest. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's still within a easy commuting distance. Okay, okay, uh, obviously. Um, yeah, so it's, I mean they're not terribly close, but right, you know it's not it's not a county away either. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, another 
a student was found in the high school with a loaded firearm uh, in the student's backpack. Um, student taken into custody, a firearm secured, uh, school placed on code red lockdown during the incident, BSO's threat management division handling the investigation, uh, student appears before a judge and all of that. Well, we are, you know what, February will be four years, is that right? February will be four years since the, uh, since the Parkland shooting. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I've see, you know, I'm, I'm come from afar, right. Uh, you know how, you know how I uh, avoid Broward County like the plague. Um, but, um, uh, you, you know, what, what's been done? We, we had, we had the, uh, you know, the committee come down. Um, you had the sheriffs, we had, you had Sheriff Gultieri from, from Pinellas County who was, was adamant anti-gun before that investigation. One of the biggest anti-gun sheriffs, uh, in the Southeast. Um, and his conclusion at the end of that investigation was the only way to protect these schools is, is to put armed people in these schools, whether that be the teachers or more deputies. Uh, and, and, you know, and then we have, to, we have to plus that up with infrastructure the same way we do with fires. You know, we, don't, we don't wait for a fire in a school before we call a fireman. We have fire hoses. We have fire doors. We got fire walls. We do all of that. And yet Broward County just seems to want to still point fingers at everybody, and nobody's doing anything down there to stop anybody from bringing guns onto campuses and, and I'm trying to get your view down there of what you're seeing is there anything being done to stop these tragedies from happening again without taking firearms away from those that are lawfully trying to protect themselves well to, to answer that I, I would say yes there are some things that are being done but I think it's moving at a pace that needs to be picked up. Uh, in reference to this last incident where the uh, student was found with a gun in a backpack, uh, it was due to an alert school resource deputy who saw two students jump on the fence uh, to try to sneak their way in onto, onto campus. Uh, and he was able to stop and detain them and found the firearm in the backpack. So the importance of having a robust security and the SRO or in the case of the sheriff's office, the SRD uh, program uh, is, is your, your, uh, one of those lines of defense and that worked. Um, so I, I can give kudos uh, to that school resource deputy because he was there doing his job and he was doing what he was supposed to do. Um, we've had other incidents where students have been, uh, found with guns on campus a couple of those have been uh where uh other students have seen the gun or uh and they report it and action is taken uh, quickly now i do agree with you as far as the infrastructure um you know it's we all know how construction is and unless you're behind a uh you know a, a, a cement wall uh bullets can go easily through through drywall and I, I think that having that bolstered infrastructure inside the buildings is vitally important and what we need to move forward on. Uh, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Commission met just this past September. Uh, and a lot of the reports of the information that's moving forward is favorable. Uh, the 
uh, app reporting systems that are out there where students, faculty, staff can report emergencies. That's, uh, it's also linked with uh, the 911 system uh, is moving forward, and it's good to see. But, again, it's been four years, and it's a lot of parents that I talk to don't understand why this is taking so long to, to implement. Yeah, and especially, especially when and I think we've we've gotten many other counties around the state where, and for folks around the country, we only we only got about a minute left, so I'm only going to take a couple seconds. You, the, in Florida now, if the school board and the sheriff and the local police department say it's okay for teachers that have their concealed weapons permits to bring their firearms onto campus, they can. If that had been done at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, there was 129 teachers that day based on the percentages in Florida. That meant there would have been up to 15 teachers with guns, secured, concealed. Nobody's open carrying. Nobody's making them carry it. That would have stopped that shooting that day and probably every day to follow since. Yet Broward County can't get out of their own way because they're so anti-gun. They'd rather let these kind of things happen. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to end with that. Major Bill, um, it is a... a it is, it's the end of it here, so I'm just going to hand it off to you and say, please, all this nonsense going on down there, you and everybody else stay safe. We have 30 seconds. And we can pick this up next week. And all my brothers and sisters of the boy, remember, wear your vest, wear your sheepboat, watch your six. You listen to Armstrong Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. The guys will see you right after the break. Thank you, sir. We will pick it up next week. Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. 
And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from location Bravo. Man, that last segment with the with the major went fast. I didn't know we were going to get there that quick. So, <laughs> oh, we're, yeah. uh, we're time try- flies and you're having fun. We may do that all over again next week, plus another segment or two, maybe the, yeah. you know, at least two or three, if not the whole second hour. Um, it just it uh, it dumbfounds me, Earl. Dumbfounds me how we're four years from that, and it was seventeen, you know, killed and seventeen wounded, and Broward can't get out of their own damn way to to secure those children down there. Yeah. Uh, just absolutely amazing. It just, I mean, they people need to go to jail is what needs to happen Pretty for much. for uh, for uh, malfeasance and misfeasance of office down there. Um, let's see what we're we talking about: truck guns, truck guns, truck guns. Um, Finishing on a high note. Yeah, we go. Um, this story um, it came out of a, a field and stream, and like most other stories, Earl, where people recommend what type of gun they think should be used. Um, you and I take their first two sentences and go, eh, screw it. We're going to do our own story. Um, th- this story means well. Now, it, it, it tells you a couple of places, um, or a couple of type of truck guns to use. Yes. And, and, and as you, know, you said two sentences in, now we're going to do our own story. Th- this author of this article, he at least realizes that perception is going to be different depending on your locale. Yes. So he does give it. For him, as being more of a hunter living up in West Virginia, this particular combination of brand and platform and caliber worked for him. They may not be, you know, a, a one size fits all. Um, yeah, he, he does point out. Listen, if you're in Alaska, your truck gun's probably going to need to be a forty five seventy. Yeah, um, you're you're more worried about. You know, four-legged critters that are two-legged critters. If you're in uh, West Virginia where he is, he is, it may need to be some sort of a lever action, you know, traditional 30-30 style thing. Yeah. Um, and as you and I noted, you know, if you're in um, New New York or New Jersey, your, your truck gun's going to be an airsoft one, you know. It's, <laughs> Unfortunately. It's painted in orange, yeah. you know. So so sorry about your luck, um, but that's, uh, you know, that's New Jersey. Um I think we should discuss, uh, um, I think, the primary focus of what a truck gun is, all right? Um, For me, anyway, uh, and I think it is this way for you as well, the truck gun is not the primary weapon of me while I'm in the truck or the car, whatever it happens to be, if I'm in the car or the truck. The truck gun is the gun I go to when I when I'm done with the handgun, okay? So for me, it's a matter of there's the gun on me, right? Yes. The gun on me gets me to the next gun. Yes. The next gun gets me to the rifle. The rifle gets me to the bunker. You know, the bunker gets me to the air support. You know, right. there's, there's there's steps that you go through. While, while I don't have that, that the, the training and experience that you just mentioned, Oh, anybody can call air support. It's really not. It's really not that hard. One eight hundred air support. I think it's on a TikTok. You can get to it. 
you know, the handgun that's on me yep. gets me to my truck gun. Yes. And my truck gun is going to be set up purpose intended of ending the situation. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's it's the force multiplier. Yes. Yes. It's it's we have now gone from perhaps knife versus handgun or handgun to handgun uh, or threat to handgun to um, let me introduce you to my little friend. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Exa- much. Exactly. So um, that's what it's for. Now, listen, uh, just so anybody gets any ideas, um, uh, if, if I'm not there at the at the at the truck. I don't expect to find the firearms there. Okay, yeah. I just I'm, I'm not I'm not that dumb. Um, and if and if and if I'm not there and the firearms are in the truck, you better be bringing an acetylene torch. Okay, because <laughs> you're not getting at them. Well, yeah. I I was look. This is one of the things I I, I mentioned to to customers when they uh, when they were looking at purchasing a gun safe. Yes. You know, it's like okay, this this particular safe, empty from the factory, weighs over 500 pounds. You know, let's let's yeah. give you credit. You're gonna you're gonna fill it up with a collection of firearms and other things. Yep. That's gonna bring the ballpark weight of around you know, thousand twelve hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. And, okay, if they toted it off, let's be honest, folks, they kind of earned it. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't worry, all your neighbors will be able to describe them because they will have been there several hours. <laughs> the neighbors probably would have held the gate for them. Yeah, because they were in a moving truck with a uh-huh. forklift. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are always the best successful burglaries I've ever seen, where they show up at the moving truck and take it all. Yeah. Everything. That's, yeah. that's why if I'm ever moving, I'm not saying squat to yeah. my parent or to my neighbors. Yeah. That way, if they see a moving truck in the front yard, what's going on? Yeah. Not, oh, yeah, they said they were moving. Yeah, they must, yeah. you know, today must have been the day. And like, no. Except that one neighbor who's like, about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him anyway. I've been wanting that backyard for a while. <laughs> I'm going to move that fence when nobody's looking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so truck guns. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I love the old school lever action in the back of the truck. Oh, But yeah. you know what? That was before. That was 70s, early 80s. Yeah. yeah I, I remember before, growing up. Yeah, we, before up, we had the availability one. of uh, what we have available today. Yeah. And and like you said, you know, going falling back on what you said, we're going to make our own story. I, myself, personally... I'm making a spin on this variation of you know, saying truck gun. That means it's going to be, you know, in the truck. I'm making a, a, a spin on it of I'm making a bag gun. Yes. So yes, regardless yes, yes. of what vehicle I'm in, I have superior firepower yes. at my disposal. My uh, my bag gun is also a the truck gun is a. Uh, I have the one, and I'm 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 I'm, re- I'm considering a transition, Earl. Really? Yes, I'm considering a transition because I have an SBR. I have a short-barreled truck gun, yes. li- the licensed, uh, tax-stamped short-barreled truck gun. But I'm thinking about making it a pistol. <gasps> as much grief as you've given other people about the pistols, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm thinking about it just because of the whole Biden thing. <laughs> you, you, I, I, <laughs> I'm going to give you a bunch of grief, <laughs> but I can't give you too much because I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I figure we should do one before they ban them. You know? <laughs> I got three. <laughs> I mean, I got the parts just laying around. Yeah, In fact, too. let me look. Hold on, hold on. Hey, 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 hey. I got the parts, some of them right here in Location Bravo. Uh, I mean, you got to keep the place secure, you know? Yeah. What caliber are you going with? 
45. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, now, now, which is my dilemma because do I go pistol caliber carbine or do I continue to go with 5.56, put the short barrel on there, and after the first shot, I'm deaf and blind? I'm, 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 I'm bridging that gap. <laughs> I'm going 300 blackout. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. And that's currently, um, I have two calibers in my truck gun because my truck gun is on my SBR, my short barrel rifle, is 5.56. Five, mm-hmm. But I have the uh, quick swap barrel on it uh, to oh, 300 yeah, blackout. I remember, that. I remember that. Yeah. Now, I just, I look at, you know, not knocking 45. 45 yeah. is an awesome, capable round. Yeah. But it's a pistol round. Yeah. See, I think I want. To keep five five six because again, if I go to the if I but, go but, to but, the but, truck, but five five six in an SBR platform, you're 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 neutering it. it yeah, but it, I'm at ten and a half inches. I'm I'm not I'm not. Yet uh, still, yeah, still it, it you just sit down and study the ballistics and it, suppressor. It, that free bar boost ain't going to give you that much. <laughs> It'll give you a little bit more, but it ain't giving you that much. Three hundred blackout yep. is designed from the get go. It's, it's Geico eight. Eight to ten, yeah. <laughs> eight to ten inch barrel. Right. Um, yes. No. I'm. I'm there. And, and I, I, I'm at the point now where this is what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to keep and maintain the five five six. Okay. SBR. Okay. And then next to it, ammunition <laughs> com- compatibility. I can't blame right. you there. And, and, and next to it will be the 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 bag gun forty five. So I'm going to go with two. So basically, <laughs> what I've decided is to go with two truck guns. I mean, it's a truck. <laughs> Plenty of room. Yeah, I built yeah. compartment for one. I could build compartment for a second sure, one. Sure, why not? Why not? <laughs> I just you know I'm, I'm I I I have no issues with what you're doing. I just go the other way. I you know one platform and multiple magazines. Well, and that's that's the reason why is because the normal everyday carry is the is the Glock 21 or the Glock 30. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. That yeah. That makes very good okay. sense. Okay. So those go right into the the Glock bag gun. Oh, one minute. So I can you know empty all of that out, mm-hmm. and when all that's empty out, then oh, oh look a thousand rounds of five five six right back here in yeah. mags ready to go. Yeah, I'm I'm finally making the switch from I've had a nine millimeter AR platform for years, yeah. probably a decade or so, but it was the Colt sticks. Yeah, magazine I have the style. same one. We build up together. Yeah. I'm finally converting over to a Glock magazine yeah, style because yeah. it's all, it's, I, I it's, have it's so, so many much, around. Yeah. yeah, Folks, thanks for listening this week. We'll be back next week. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. I got the lower truckstation. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey guys, good job today. 
Hey, um, uh, one note. Uh, it sounded great. Um, when we do the Fallen Hero, play play that music for about three notes, and then don't wait for me. Just turn it down halfway, and then I'll talk over right. the lower right. part. That way we don't lose the uh, the name when we come aboard. Brother Nat, great job. Way to hang in there. Awesome. Appreciate it. Will do. Thank you. All right. Thanks. All right. Have a good rest of your day. Same to you.